Hi guys, welcome back. Today is episode number nine, and today we have an exciting guest. We have, uh, and I'm trying to make sure I pronounce it right, Branscombe. Is that Richmond. right? Richmond. Yeah. Richmond. He's an actor. Actor. Let's see. <laughs> episode nine of the talking stick. There he is. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Okay, I know how to do this now. Yeah. Audio is perfect, man. Is it? Yeah, we can hear you loud and clear. <laughs> how are you? So good to Doing great, man. Yourself? We're good. <laughs> do I look really old when I put my reading glasses on here? No, no. We're used to being around the elders. That's so. what I'm gonna say. Okay. <laughs> Am I there? I'm there now. I'm an elder now. Oh my goodness. Oh, the elders are still flirting over you or saying, oh my God, that guy. <laughs> hey, you know what I want to say? I love your clothing line. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. I, so I want to, uh, I want to buy a, um, a couple, I, I don't have it on here, but I, I'd like to buy a couple headbands Ooh, and yeah. uh, fa face masks. So okay. yeah. yeah. All right. We'll get in contact with that afterwards. Thank you. Where are you guys? We are in Bakersfield, California. Hey! Yep. You know where we're at. <laughs> I know where you're at. Uh, what was that musician's name? Merle uh, Haggard. Merle Haggard and... Corn. Uh, <laughs> Corn. yeah. We're all about corn. Rock and roll. I, 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 it'll come up. It'll come up. <laughs> so where are you at right now? I'm in Maui. Maui. So Damn. I'm born and raised in Los Angeles. Her too. And there comes a time, it's time to go. <laughs> and uh, only because of traffic and um, uh. peace of mind. <laughs> mm -hmm. And uh, I spent a lot of time in Arizona. I spent a lot of time in Nevada. I spent a lot of time in South Dakota. I I've got some family on in Kyle. Dang. I know it, man. That's yeah, a lot so of, here's a shout out a to lot George of different weather, man. George Amy out there at uh, Pine Ridge, a good brother of mine. Cool. Yeah, so we started this podcast up to share indigenous culture, indigenous, yes. you know, whoever wants to share with our guests, and our, we, we keep it pretty live in the chat, too, so people ask questions in there. Uh, so one thing I wanted to ask you, there's a lot of indigenous people trying to make it in the film industry, right? You, you see them, you, you do a hell of a work with them. I noticed how you bring them up and invite them in. I mean, that's, that's, that's welcoming too. It's like, you know, you, you hear it from them all the time, but it's pretty fun to actually see somebody actually do what they're saying they're doing, right? It's always hard. So how did you get into the film industry and your start, actually? I'm very curious. During that time, too, compared to now. Right? Yes. Right? So <laughs> I, 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 I'm going to ask you guys a personal question. Are you guys in your 20s? Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Okay, so. 30. 30. Okay. So. But this one. I'm, I'm 28. So, yeah. I oh, my God. Yeah. Rob, I got Rob the cradle. We always joke you. about that. <laughs> I've got cavities older than you. <laughs> um, how did I get started? So listen, um, I had a father, uh, God bless his soul, uh, who, uh, so let, let, me, let me tell you my nationality. So I, I'm Hawaiian, Tahitian, 
French, English, Aleut Native American, Spanish. And I had a father that came as an immigrant to the United States. And in those days, the film industry was young and you had to sing, you had to dance, you had to act, you had to fall down, you had to be able to do stuff, ride a horse. And so uh, when you have a relative in the industry, you get a first chance and a second look. Right. Meaning whoever got you in, that's the bar, right? You gotta yeah. at least get there. And then you gotta exceed it. So uh, my father was 40 when I was born. My mother was 26 and we were people of color in the industry that didn't really have that, you know, unless it was a specific reason. Cowboys and Indians, right? That was how that whole thing kind of started and and uh, big extravaganza films with Polynesians in it. So I wanted to be a professional baseball player. Oh, and, yeah? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I got uh, signed out of high school. And oh. then six months, seven months later, I was dropped. And oh. they said, hey, Richmond, you can hit, you can field, but you're slow. Damn. Oh. <laughs> and I said to myself, wow, you know, in high school, I was really fast. But in the big leagues, it, you know, you got to break up the double play. So oh. my dad got ill. He, he caught cancer. And uh, my parents were divorced. And uh, I needed a job. So I w was working as a bouncer in, in a nightclub all right, all right. at 19. <laughs> and they never asked me for my ID. I just, you know, wow. I needed a job, right? <laughs> and I think I was making, gosh, uh, well, I got to wear a suit, you know, and nice clothes. <laughs> and I. Audio's going off there. Yeah, all of a sudden, um, I was coming home late because I discovered girls. Oh. Girls go to nightclubs. Right? <laughs> and my dad goes, and, and he had cancer. He was sick, and I, I'd come home, and he'd go, where you been, son? What are you doing? Oh, I went out to have breakfast with the boys, Dad. And, and he'd go, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> gonna get you back in the film business now we didn't have much money but as a kid i would work these films with my father and and then you when you make 12 you don't look 12 you know you kind of look whatever and i started growing a little hair on my right here. <laughs> and um so i started working extra in, in the film business and if someone says how do i get involved in the film business if you start at the bottom and you pay attention and you're looking around, you're gonna see a lot of things because it's an army. This is a team sport. Mm -hmm. You got a guy doing sound, you got a guy doing camera, you got a girl doing makeup, you got somebody doing wardrobe, you got someone doing set dressing, you got someone doing the props. You know, if we're doing a scene and I'm supposed to hold these in my hand, that guy makes sure I'm holding these in my right hand. <laughs> and then you got a, a script supervisor who says, make sure you save these lines and if you fudge them a little bit, it's the same direction of what you're saying. And then there's drivers. And then there's guys taking care of the, there's all kinds of people. Wow. Yeah. So 
an interesting thing happened to me. There was a thing called affirmative action. And it was early in the 70s, mm -hmm. way before your time. <laughs> and and um, I'll be totally honest with you. Um, if it wasn't for the black stunt community, myself, a gentleman by the name of Tommy Rosales, mm -hmm. and a girl named Donna Garrett may not have gotten the shot that we got in 74. Uh -huh. and, and the reason I say this is, I'll say this, and um, this is not anything, um, hey, how you doing? <laughs> hey, how you doing? This is Jackson. Hey, Jackson. <laughs> He's always on. He loves being on. All right. He looks so calm right now. This is how you get started right here. This is how you get started right here. Um, being an extra, I was watching the stunt guys, okay? And I thought to myself, Wow, I could do that, right? You know, when you sit around, you look around. Yeah, I could start a clothing company, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And you go, wow, I, I can do that. So there was a stunt guy and uh, the stunt double for a, a, an actor by the name of Gregory Ciara didn't show up yet. And they were getting to the scene. And I was standing in for this guy, Gregory Ciara. He goes, hey, Richmond, get over here. You're Leo's kid, right? And I go, yeah. He goes, you're going to run in front of the stampede of horses. You got that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> got it. Can you do that? Got it. Action. I haul. I'm, I'm running. <laughs> cut, 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 cut. Richmond, the camera's got to see you, the cattle, together. You oh, can't go, <laughs> and then all of a sudden the cattle go, <laughs> we got to hold you guys. Don't worry. These are motion picture cattle. They're not going to run you over. And I thought to myself, what does that mean? <laughs> you know, how, how does that work? That's what I'm thinking right now, too. Yeah. <laughs> and he said, they're afraid of you as you're afraid of them. <laughs> and I've got 10 Wranglers behind them pushing those cattle uh -huh. to, to stay in a line. And you're just going to go. <laughs> so I did it. And. I, the guy said, hey, congratulations, you just made $160, right? And I was, I know, hello. <laughs> and I was, um, uh, extra work was thirty-two fifty or something like that, whatever it was. And, and now the light bulb went off. It said, if I could make this money every day, and my goal was to make 20 grand, right? I might make 20 grand. Okay, so. I'm going to back up a little bit. Where do stunt coordinators come from? They come from the circus. Oh. And they come from, yeah, they come from the circus. And they come from the rodeo. That's where they came from in the very beginning. Oh. Before car work, before learning to slide cars. Because race car drivers are taught to keep the car on the track. They're not taught to break it loose oh. and let it go. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. So most of those guys have a European background. So they're, they're Caucasian guys. Okay. One thing real quick. Keep in mind, 20 grand in 1974 is 113 K in today's world. <laughs> really? Yeah. I just looked it up right now. <laughs> well, yeah. I know, right? Yeah. I just make, Go for it. Yeah. Go for it. Come on, man. Make 20 grand. 
I was collecting bottles and all that kind of stuff. In those days, you only could turn in pop bottles. You couldn't turn in aluminum. There was no aluminum uh, cans. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, back to how I got started. So yeah, these stunt guys were Caucasian guys. And um, when affirmative action came in, the federal government said, hey, you guys got to hire 18% people that are minorities. So people of color, females, people that uh, are handicapped, you know. That was the thing. It was all through oh. the business. The gate guard, the truck driver, the person in the cafeteria, oh, okay. wardrobe, air, it went all through oh. the business. So in the stunt industry, which I kind of thought, man, if I could make this money every day, I could really, you know, I wanted a brand new car. I never got it till in my 50s. But anyway, it doesn't <laughs> matter. <laughs> so. So what's important is that I don't that people don't read me wrong, is that there was a unfamiliar characteristic between people that of color and females and the people who were in charge of giving the work, which were from the circus and from the rodeo. There wasn't really a cross of people of color. So. <clears throat> and I'm not getting political. I'm just trying to say this. As time went on, it was easier for them to know a Branscombe type who qualified to get in and do the stunt job than it was to take a person that was a, a, a black person. And during the 70s, we were just getting out of this whole problem of civil rights and everything else like that. So I was at the right place at the right time. And and what did I learn from that? Because as we went along, everybody came, you know, to answer brother's question right there. Everybody came. And and um, one of the very first Blackstone coordinators ever was on Magnum, Bob Miner. Great guy. And the Buffalo Soldiers now came up. Buffalo Soldiers were uh, black cavalrymen um, that kept the tradition on going. And, you know, in the old days, when 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 you would do a Western, you know, the, the female was being driven by a man and uh, the Indians were painted down from those guys. So now, because nobody was around, where do we find Native Americans to ride? In, you, know, they, they, you know, they weren't around. So now they started to come. A great guy out of Pine Ridge was Eddie Little Sky. I don't know if you ever heard of Eddie Little Sky, uh-uh. but he was that handsome skid who didn't have to say anything. And he had a beautiful jaw and he had big broad shoulders. And, you know, he'd sit on his horse and he'd do that. And people would go, man, who is that guy? And that guy did uh, hundreds of movies. And uh, he's out of Kyle, South Dakota, right off, right on Pine Ridge. But he, he he was kind of opening the doors. So that's how I got in. Here's my suggestion to all the young ones out there. And here's this. If you want to be an actor, act everywhere you can. If you're a waiter, that's an acting job. If you're a bartender, that's an acting job. If you're in sales, selling clothing, that's an acting job. To get photographed and being seen on the camera takes a lot of hard work, a lot of timing, and it's not impossible. In fact, it is so possible 
that you just hang in there and you'll get a little good luck. So I, I'm going to leave every, I, I'm not going to leave, but I want to say five things. Get my hand in there. <laughs> Timing, chance, good fortune, persistence, talent. When the time comes, you got to take a chance on yourself. Persistence, God willing, keeps you in the game. Persistence keeps all of that in the game. And talent is last. It holds it all together because of your confidence. People say, well, why isn't talent first? I'll tell you why talent isn't first. There's a lot of talented guys waiting for the phone to ring. Yeah. And they don't pick it up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. So that's how I got started. You know, I was at the right, and here's what I'll also say. So as a stunt guy, since I've got an outgoing personality, <laughs> they would say, hey, Branscom, can you say these five lines before we throw you down the steps on fire? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. Wow, there's a wild turkey uh, walking down the street. Nice. Hey, honey. <laughs> Wow, they usually go in a pack, and this guy's all by himself. Why do wild turkeys look uh, prehistoric when they walk down the street? <laughs> that is wild. Okay, sorry. So I said, we yes. We have part of your scene. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, wait, wait. wait I'm really waiting on it, okay? This. When are they going to push you? I'm going to be able to see this wild turkey walking down the street. Oh, my God. Can you, can you see that? that? No. No. On the, is it flying? They can barely no, it's walking. It. Put the grass, camera right? down. It's oh, put the, the grass, camera right? down a little bit. I see it. Yeah. It's on the grass. Yeah. yeah. You thought I was lying. No. <laughs> she no. thought you were telling your scene. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. So here, here, just to give you a little, little, little Maui. Oh, wow. Nice. That's so beautiful. Okay. Sorry about that. No, thank you. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm talking to you guys, and I'm seeing a wild turkey walk across the street, and I'm going, by the way, I live in the country. I got a little ranch out here. Yeah. That's nice. Okay. Uh, where was I? Talking about Sorry. being throwing them down the fire. And <laughs> five and lines. You got five lines. So, so they gave me the five lines, <laughs> and then uh, let me out, and I go down the stairs. And those guys said, hey, you know what? We save money by hiring Branscom because he can do two jobs for one fee. Yeah. And maybe uh, we should hire some more. And that's how my acting career got started. Wow. Oh. Just like that. <laughs> and and uh, I, I, I'm going to tell you a, a, a story. Uh, there was a bunch of us skins working on the Oregon Trail. And, you know, my horsebacking was pretty uh, not that great. <laughs> but some of these other guys were, were really good. And I fell off broke three ribs Ew. and uh one of the other guys his name was uh, richard duran god bless his soul he's gone richard said you know you you told those guys you could ride a horse you can <laughs> ride and he he just laid into me and he goes come down to my place on the weekend i'm gonna teach you how to ride <laughs> and that's how those things happen you know mm -hmm. you gotta bring you gotta bring people with you because show business is a team sport. And if you form a team of people you love and trust and, and are, are good people, 
you know, um, that's what happens. So I've always advocated for that. Yeah. 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 That was a funny story, man. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> so listen, I want, to, I want to tell you about a Native American project that we have out right now. Okay. It's called Blackwater. Everybody out there, wow, it's powerful. And um, I, I won't give away everything, but it's written and directed by a guy named Boise Escara. He's uh, from the uh, Parker, Arizona Res. And um, it's about drug and alcohol abuse. And um, it's an important subject. And if everyone has a chance to see it, it's a pilot. It's the first time that we got to kind of let everybody know what it was about. And it is really great. It is really powerful. Um, I also have a, another uh, wonderful film called The Unhealer that uh, um, I did out in Arizona, uh, mm -hmm. Apache Junction out there. And um, please look out for that. And then if you have a chance to watch Finding Ohana, yeah. I know that little guy would like to see <laughs> Finding Ohana. She, she cried at the end then. Oh. <laughs> All the time. <laughs> I'm in it, and I was crying at the end. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Let yeah, me ask you. you know, I'm going to ask you an opinion. I want to ask you your guys' opinion. Okay. Uh -huh. There was a movie, Finding Ohana, about indigenous people with no big stars. Right? I, I, and I don't mean that negatively. I'm just mm -hmm. saying that was the fact. So you didn't have Bruce Willis, you didn't have Sylvester Stallone, you didn't have Arnold Schwarzenegger, you didn't have The Rock, you didn't have Jason Momoa. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, but we're still in the top 10 worldwide. Wow. Still top 10. Wow. Worldwide. It's in 30 languages playing in 190 countries. Oh. Wow. So I'm going to ask you guys, as a young couple, with with the child here, why did that movie work and why did it touch you? Go first or me? You go first, huh? Okay. Well, first I'm a mom, <laughs> so that already connected me to it. And just as I got older and understanding about life and culture, um, I was able to really connect and understand what was going on. Um, how, also how the kids were they were in the city and then they have to go back home. They were raised. Well, is it okay if I say that? I know that a lot of people, yeah. maybe some people yeah, haven't yeah. seen it. Okay. Don't give it so, all away, but. <laughs> <laughs> but how they were in the city and, and they had to go back to where his grandpa and his mom are from. Well, they're from there too, but they were raised in the city. So um, just going back into that and realizing what it really meant to go back home and the traditions. And it really like drew me in to like, hear it from their point of view or hear somebody's story, how, how they learned it, how they transitioned into it, how they accepted it, how they loved it. Right. And, um, what else? I mean, the adventure of it was cool too. There I was like, go. oh, what's going on next? Like what's happening? Like, oh, the grandpa who too? Treasure. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, what about you? Uh, what, 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 what did you think? Chasing treasure. I thought that was, you know, the whole at the ending, that was spot on, man. That's something that we teach as indigenous people, like, don't touch stuff. Like, that stuff's sacred. And, like, 
you know, it's not always about the money. It's about right. the connection and the spirituality in it. And that's what you know, connected me. I'm like, duh. But then you guys said it. I was like, oh, cool. Like, that's, that's really something that you teach. And it right. told us the whole story basically led up to that conclusion, which is great. I mean, that's what we teach all the time of leave stuff alone and, you know, honor, honor, honor the dead in their own way. Oh, yeah. If it's, even if it's with the story or not. I mean, that, that, was, that told a lot. That was cool, too, how they spoke on that, too. It's like, no, you need to respect. You need to leave yeah. an offering. Um, uh, you know, you where they end up leaving the treasure is like, no, you have to leave it like this. You don't, you shouldn't bother them. And then how, um, I forgot his name, but the, but the brother, yeah, he yeah. was like, oh, oh, well, blah, 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 who cares? You know, he wanted to test it. Sure. And then he got showed and then they, and then he ended up deciding not to. So then, you know, it was, it was just like, they all ended up coming out together and just different experience right. and all that experiencing like life-threatening situations and helping one another as well and it i know it like grew the brother and sister together too it bonded them closer because right um facing each other's fears and helping one another um and then the grandpa being in the hospital trying to save the house and <laughs> the mom being all worried like where they're at and the one, then the, then the word about oh my phone my phone <laughs> In the mix of all that, right? <laughs> so, well, I, I'll like... tell you what's. I'll tell you what's really uh, makes me feel good. I'll tell you what, and, and and it's interesting. So that was in thirty languages, right? So mm -hmm. let's just say it was in Farsi, which is Iraq and Iran. Mm -hmm. It was in French. It's in Mandarin, uh -huh. right? Yeah. It's in Japanese. It's in Spanish for all the folks in South America and in other countries. And they tuned into that movie. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It wasn't Fast and Furious. It wasn't the Rock <laughs> movie. It was a little movie that touched a heartstring. And that's what I'm really proud about. Because when we were making the movie, and I wasn't the first choice to play the grandfather. Yeah. And, really? and, and you did no, so good. Thank you. And, and I, I had a lucky star, right? <laughs> yeah. I had a lucky star, and and I got it. But when you're doing the movie, you didn't know how special it really was, right? You're doing it. You're getting a paycheck. Got to pay some bills. That's awesome. Yeah. And I, I got to work with some young kids that are up and coming, and I love that. And then all of a sudden, you saw the movie, and you go. Oh, 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 this is something really special. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, people are tagging it as a classic already. And I'm going, what? Wow. What? So I, I look forward to doing all kinds of films. But man, these indigenous ones are really special to my heart. You know, now that yeah, I'm an elder. <laughs> I can still see turkeys going I down. Know, the street. I know. I thought of like, damn, he's got good eyesight. <laughs> I know. It's like, what? What is that? Um, one thing I liked in the movie was that the big old spam bricks when she was driving. That was funny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I caught that. I was like, damn. <laughs> grandpa got Grandpa got spam at home like nothing. <laughs> 
Well, you know, Grandpa wanted some fried meat, uh, uh, red meat and fried bread, so we had to go spam. I was, all right. That's what I noticed. <laughs> so exactly oh. how do I get those beautiful – do you do – so now hold on. I'm learning how to use Instagram, number one. And okay. There's a guy out there named Kavika Hoke. Thank you, Kavika Hoke, for setting this up because – you know, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, thank you. I grew up in a house where they had the dial phone on the wall. Oh damn! And it it was on your way in and on your way out. <laughs> it, it wasn't it wasn't in the house. Yeah. And uh, when the phone rang, the dogs barked. Right? Yeah. And that's that's how you, that's how you knew the dogs were outside. How they knew the phone was ringing, they'd hear it and they'd start barking. Um, I don't think dogs bark at phones now. Huh? That's crazy. Now no, they don't hear <laughs> it. Speaking of that, like, yeah, they're all tied. That's yeah, why. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, our dogs were outside, but they would outside. Yeah, they, they they would bark because they the phone was right on the the door as you walked oh. down. Yeah, mm. and they, you know that you had a little screen door that had holes in it and all that kind of stuff, and <laughs> ring, <laughs> kind of go off like that. Um, but, uh, you know, to just get off the subject, what a beautiful line of clothing you have. Thank you. Are, 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 are you selling just online or are you selling, you know, tell me. Okay, so um, we used to set up at powwows. We right? would have a little booth and that's how we started off first because, um, you know, we just wanted to get out there, connect with people, have them see it, try it on and just get that connection going. Um, and plus we were always at powwows. So yeah. that, that was where we wanted to start it off. Anyway, we wanted to make clothing that was modern, that was able to be worn outside of powwows, but that were mainly appropriate and still culture while you're dancing or just being at powwows. So that's why we started it there. And then with the pandemic, luckily we had our website already set up. So we just went straight to website now. Beautiful. So who's the fancy dancer and jingle dancer over there? Uh, I okay. So um, we missed this whole part at the beginning where we introduced ourselves. So oh. I'm <laughs> so I'm Gachikel Mayan from from Guatemala on my mom's side, and then I'm Mexican on my dad's side. And then Johnny, he's from Tuli River. Mm -hmm. He's from here, right? Um, yep. And um, so I started going to powwows. Well, I wanted to reconnect to my culture. I started learning about me, looking up, researching. Then I found out about powwows. I was like, oh, cool. Let me find out about powwows, what it's all about. Um, because they, they had similarities, but I still wanted to go somewhere where there was culture or just learn. And it was because I was able to go out there. And um, so I started learning. Oh, well, the first powwow I went to, I met him. They introduced me to him. Yeah. And then he wouldn't leave me alone. He asked me to dance with him. <laughs> um, and so, you know, I've been learning about my culture. I wear my traditional dress and just dance like you would in um, inner tribal. And I've, uh, I did make myself a jingle dress dance only because it came to me in a dream. And, you know, it, like it came to me, not just because I wanted to do it, but it, because it was like, it was told to me to wear it. And so right. I danced jingle, but his sister... Well, uh, what about your older sister, too? Fancy or uh, Jingle? No, they're fancy. They're all fancy. So the girls in his family, fancy. Fancy, yeah. y'all. So, so are you Are you the baby? Johnny, are you the baby? Yeah, I'm the baby. <laughs> y'all, <No>. man. <laughs> 
Oh, you said sisters. <laughs> you better listen. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, so um, I dance grass and northern traditional now. So I'm northern traditional. Uh, earned my feathers in the appropriate way that I was told, and then everything just came by, and it's been fun. And grew up on the res, served as tribal council, one of the youngest people to serve as tribal council at the age of 25. Congratulations. I, I, I did pretty good. <laughs> I have a good yeah. story. Yeah. Um, then you walked up to her and said, would you like to see my eagle feather? No, I didn't say that. You didn't <laughs> say that. Okay, I said, good. here is my eagle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm being clean and sober my whole life. So I always teach good that for to you, kids man. and educate the kids and bachelor's degree in business management and start this whole thing up. And oh, yeah, so fantastic. I don't like to say all this stuff because it sounds like I'm bragging. And I'm no, so no, no, but I'm it so is important. That, you know? But I'm just like. Huh? Hey, Indian country, Polynesian country, indigenous countries need mm -hmm. really good leadership. Mm -hmm. You know, we all can't just be uh, MTV culture. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And that's that's what happens. I understand, and and uh, I'm not <laughs> I'm not saying anything wrong. But somewhere your blood calls. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Your blood will call, and you'll go, Wow, man, who am I? What am I? What am I about? Who are my people? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. where's my where am I from mm -hmm. and uh you know I, I I just I so I grew up in a Jewish neighborhood of Los Angeles and oh, wow. uh, <laughs> my father always kept telling me pounding me you know your uncle's this and your grandfather was this and your great-grandfather was and, and uh. after a while it's like stop already right <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. and then when he's gone <clears throat> You got all that knowledge, and you're going, man. I'm sure glad he told me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because you, you know, you could be somewhere, and you look at this girl, and the first thing you got to ask her is, "What's your grandmother's last name?" Right. <laughs> you know, indigenous cultures. You better find out to make sure that's not your cousin. You see my <laughs> shirt? It says, "Not your cousin." I have online. Yeah. And on, and on the back, on the back, it says. I'm after dark, <laughs> you know about that. <laughs> and, and and so that's that's what uh, important things like that, and that's why Blackwater is important too. Yeah, because you know you've been sober all your life, mm -hmm. uh, and um, you know that's uh, uh, life on the res is not easy. Yeah, yeah. because uh, being accepted uh, and not being uh, in, in the in the lane of the outside looking in you, you lose hope you know you don't know hey I'm 18 now it's time to get off the res or go if you lived off the res and you want to go back and you want to learn something there's always a uncomfortable uncomfortable situation when you um Look for acceptance. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Hey, that family's growing, man. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. This is it. Okay. This is it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I got a I got a Uncle Sam Rosero. Okay, he's uh, Salt River Pima Maricopa. Okay, out of Arizona. And he he's got five. He's got five siblings. So he, they grew up on the res, but also grew up as an urban Indian. But he's half Filipino. 
Oh, he's uh -huh. half Filipino. So as a young man, he's kind of struggling. Where am I? What's going on? And, uh -huh. and then he'd have to go back to uh, Arizona to see his family and, 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 and uh -huh. to find where is your spot uh -huh. and how do you best serve? Service uh -huh. helps uh -huh. cure you. And inclusion will also help make you cure yourself and others. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of, uh, excuse me, um, how, the movie, oh, how, how, how I kind of look at, at things. You know, when people say people of color, white is also a color. Mm -hmm. And somehow, some way, we all got to really come together and become all of the same relations. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. and uh, I don't know how come I got on that speech, but I, it was, <laughs> I was just kind of drawn there. But that, that's how I feel. I like that though. No, because yeah. they, they always ask questions to us too, or how can I support, you know, or how can I do this? How can I do that? I want to help. And I'm just like, dude, you're already helping by knowing and understanding because a lot of people don't even take the time to understand what's going on or even recognize yeah. people. Like that's 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 pretty enough, but just spread the word or spread the gospel, however you want to say it, and you're like that's that's helping a lot, you know. You know, I got a brother that was in Blackwater. His name's Lauren Anthony. You know, he uh, he, he he lives um, in Arizona. You know, um, and um, he cuts wood for the elders, and that's his service. That's how he keeps sober. Uh huh is that he just loves cutting cords and cords and cords. And I did a movie in Chinle, uh -huh. down in the river, right, right, in, right in there with uh, Eddie Spears. And we, were, we, we enjoyed it. And Russell Means was in the movie. And we, we, I, I, I can see how the elders love a nice little simple way of life. And a fire is their life support. So uh, I'd love I'd love you to meet Lauren Anthony. I'd like uh, I'd like him to be on your show. Yeah, throw him in. And, 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 and Boise <laughs> and Boise as well. I'll I'll get these guys on. I'll get cool. these guys on. Yeah. So you know, be so you know he's Dene, uh -huh. and and he's he's out there servicing, and he's he's great. He's great. You know, they got hit hard by the COVID. So yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple of his family members passed on, but that was that. You got any questions for me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Just uh, how did you take that stigma in Blackwater, too, but outside of that, that stigma of, you know, the Indians always being the drunk and all that. How did you take that stigma out of, you know, the character or the, out of the perspective? And how do you teach that to somebody who always thinks that, you know? Well, boys, you... Boise comes from that world. So mm -hmm. I got a call. This guy is doing a pilot. When you read the script, it's a short little first episode. And I said, okay. And my agent said, you know, there's very little money, but will you read it? I read it and I was blown away. Mm -hmm. I was going, man. I called my agent. I said, I want to I talk to this guy. I want to talk to him. So he says, well, that's kind of maybe not appropriate. I go, well, listen, to indigenous people, it's important to speak to each other. Hell yeah. It is. It's not about 
here, here's the paper. Read the paper, and you know, I read your paper, and I you read my text, and I read your email. No, man, let's um, just talk to each other. So my agent says, I'll set up the call. Now, you know, he's going to be on the call listening on the other side. <laughs> and that's cool. And Boise had had his representatives on the, on the phone call, uh, a, a female. So we get on, and he, he, he didn't say much, right? He goes, hey, how you doing? <laughs> go, hey, brother, where you from, man? He goes, oh, Parker. Oh, okay. You, you Danae? And he goes, part, yeah. Tell me about yourself. <laughs> and he hesitated, right? <laughs> I'm sure he did one of these, like, should I tell him everything? <laughs> yeah. right? I said, first of all, this is you and me talking, man. Tell me about yourself. And he told me. He said the struggles that he had living on the res, just trying to. And then one day he had a physical ailment from his abuse. And the doctor said to him, one more time, and I can't save you. Oh. There's all kinds of stuff going on in there. You're not going to, you know, yeah, yeah. we can't patch it up. We can't cut it out. We can't, whatever it is. It's because in the middle of this mm -hmm. and you're out like this, something's going boom, boom, boom. And it, it pops and you're gone. So he had support of his res and the res said, Boise, what do you want to do, man? He said, I want to make movies. <laughs> now, come on. <laughs> I want to make movies. Right? So they sent him to a film school and he sucked that all in and he learned and everything else like that. And so he told me a story. And I he said, Is that what you wanted to know about me? I said, Yeah, because in my family we had problems. Right? Mm -hmm. I was a control freak. <laughs> because I had to walk the way through uh, life in, in Hollywood that if I messed up, I ruined it for a lot of people. Just not guys that look like me, mm -hmm. but other guys. You know what I mean? So I was a control freak. But, you know, in my family, we, we had some problems. So uh, I said, yeah, man, I'll do your project. And I'm going to bring a little bit of what I had to go through to to kind of get there, and um, and you know we we have a great we have a great relationship. It's not great relationships don't work because it's smooth all the time. Great relationships work because you guys have figured out how to make it over the bump in the road. You know, uh, and, and I'm sure you've learned to say yes, dear. <laughs> yes, dear. Say, of course. <laughs> yes, honey. Hi, honey. Thank you very much. Okay. Are you going? Okay, love you. Bye. Okay. So, um, what is that what the question was? No, not at all. Oh, <laughs> it's good, though. What was the, the question? The stigma about, you know, the drunk oh, and yes. all that. But you did the answer, like, the character part of it. Well, let me, let me say this. Um, the strength of this film, Blackwater, is 
the process of how you get to sobriety. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not going to give it away. Okay. So to get to sobriety, it's like standing on a cliff wondering, do I jump today? Oh. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Or do I look at the sky and say, God, family, elders, are you covering me? Are you, am I covered? And you walk away from that cliff. Mm -hmm. And that day, you're not jumping. But in an addiction lifestyle, mm -hmm. that's how you wake up every morning. Do I jump today? Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. And, 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 I think Boise was writing from his experiences to also other people that he knew on the res because mm -hmm. addiction is just not alcohol or drugs. Mm -hmm. yeah. There's many addictions and that's what you find in Blackwater. Nice. And you meet some great characters, all great actors, all native people, <laughs> you know, uh, if you ever saw Pow Wow Highway, Gary Farmer's in there, man. <laughs> yeah, everybody knows him. Yeah. <laughs> and Gary is a trip. I'll tell you. <laughs> I love Gary. I love all those guys, you know. And uh, Gary is uh, good people. So, anyway. Yeah. Wow. I hope that's the answer. Yeah, that was good, though. Um, good analogy, too. But yeah, one thing too that we like to share. Um, our first guest said it right. You know, we don't we don't want to hoard the information. We want to share the information because a lot of the young people, you know, they they're grabbing a lot of you know everything on the social media itself or the platform is developing and everybody sees stuff and the young the young generations coming up they have something to go to, something to watch like this. Hey, I'm watching Grandpa right now in 20 years. You know, something like that. It is. It, yeah, it's heartening, great grandpa. <laughs> it's heartening too, and capturing capturing these moments too is is something that you know I wanted to share and develop something like this, not only to just keep, but also to look back on and did I keep my word or whatever too, you know, right? And right, yeah. So more of a thank you for sharing. Not no, thank you for sharing. having me. Yeah, it's it's been great and fun, and uh, it's it's. A lot of words, you know, that people could grab on and, you know, hold on to. Not sure. Just, not just sure. our viewers, but other people that come on later on or join us, our own clothing line, join us on the way on this red road, too, that we're trying to. Follow the carry. red road, man. Yep, yep trying to carry. You Especially know. during this COVID pandemic, man, people being home and there's a lot of content out there. And, there's a lot of non-content too that they can do on their own. You know? Sure. Just everything you know we we share in this, people like and enjoy <laughs> here right. indigenous culture, indigenous side, and being live from Hawaii right now. <laughs> that's that's amazing. <laughs> There's turkeys in Hawaii. <laughs> yeah. How's there turkeys in Hawaii? You know what we have? <laughs> we, we have an indigenous owl here. Oh. Which, you know, to, to some people may say, oh, it's bad luck. But in, yeah. in, in this culture here, it is an amakua. An amakua is your um, 
It's like your clan. Okay. Oh. You know when someone says, hey, what clan are you, man? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So naturally, uh, it, it, you know, if you're from uh, uh, Turtle River, you're, you're, you're a turtle clan, and, and here, that's an amakua. Mm. Owl's an amakua. Um, the shark is an amakua. And, oh. and it's all good. Mm -hmm. And that's the beauty, you know, it, it's all, all good, good, good. And, and, you know, the youth here is uh, finding its way. It's drifting. The problems are the same for all indigenous youngsters. Yeah. Um, and eventually, hopefully they, they, they make their way through the troubled times. But a lot of it, uh, may may not make it uh and, and we just pray for those guys and we hope that uh that somewhere something clicks and they go yeah man what was i thinking what was i thinking and you know wanting to be popular and accepted is really a, a, an interesting disease yeah that you know that yeah. that just kind of goes around and you got to come up with a a better a better uh token of uh value mm -hmm. you know anyway boy this was a heavy conversation man yeah but on that on that is like just attention seeking right the same as kids when they do that with their parents the same thing when when you get older i guess right when you get yeah. older you still want that attention but by who everybody right. i guess yeah so it's on right. the next level what you just said that makes sense. <laughs> you know what? I, I, I got a bunch of friends. I told them I was going to do your show, and, and I think they're watching out there. So, uh, um, Yeah, you have someone. Um, Don? He said, hey, Branscombe, it's Don. How you doing? Hey, Don. <laughs> then we have somebody asking, is Blackwater on Netflix? N no, not not yet it's it's not it's still in the film festival so okay. um we're at slam dance you can see it on slam, slam dance. dance's um website okay i think there's a small fee but um that's okay. not our deal that's their deal yeah, yeah. but but and, but I, and because it's just coming out right uh right right like right, water right. is still let yeah. me see and um, a, a, a eric running path hello to eric running path down in san diego <laughs> the shortest yeah. fancy dancer with the fastest feet. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then <laughs> Flint Carney. Hey, Flint. I, I promise I would say hi to Flint Carney. You guys know Flint? No. no. Hey, he's like a native model. Like, <laughs> you know, he's like, gosh darn, man. I'm glad you I'm glad you I thought we all I thought we all were native models. Why, thank you. <laughs> You gotta give that look and be on the horse That's and right. you're done. That's right, like, <laughs> um, your nephew's and, on here too. Eddie Webb. You, the, Eddie Webb should be on your show. Seriously, I'll get him. I'll get him. All right. Thank you. He, he he teaches filmmaking as a Native American man out of Phoenix, Arizona University out there. Oh, cool. You'd love him. He's good. Hello, everybody. Thank you for watching. Yeah, we have a couple of people from, let's see. I'm sure I'm going to say this wrong. Mana'o. 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 Oh, I got yeah. it right. And then we have, let's see. So Mana'o would mean your 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 spirit inside. Mana'o. Let me oh. share my Mana'o with you. Oh, cool. There you go. 
Yeah. Okay, let me see. Just looking through the comments, what people okay. have written. I was thinking, how the heck you made those two little things on top of your head? I was just wondering. How you, <laughs> <laughs> you just got to wind them up. You, you got to get a, a big, big chunk, but yeah. <laughs> You're almost there. <laughs> you know, I was thinking, hey, do I need to dye my roots for this interview? Damn. Uh, no. Oh, heck. <laughs> Like a natural. Just throw in the charcoal like that. Yeah. <laughs> wash it off. <laughs> after after the fire is gone, that's how you do it. That's it. <laughs> that's old trick right there. We have a lot of people. Let's see. Tyler Perone is on here. Hi, Tyler. Tyler. Um, we have a bunch of people that have watched um, Finding Ohana. They loved it. They cried too. Let's see, congratulations. Uh, let's see. <laughs> My boy, the barber mechanic song. <laughs> Yay! Let's see. Finding Ohana is on Netflix. Yes. It's a must watch, the everybody. That, the movie that I, you know, came off and seen you as and kind of took off from there was The Scorpion King, man. <laughs> we saw it last night. Did you? watch it. The kids didn't let us. I was young then. Yeah. <laughs> How many years ago was that? Was that over like 20? Yeah, That'd almost like almost twenty years. Yeah, twenty. Yeah, I told my sister uh, we're gonna have you on the show. She's like, "Hey, Scorpion King." <laughs> I, was like, I was like, "Oh yeah." He was. <laughs> Dang. Well, Kelly, who who plays my daughter? In, yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Is it that Scorpion was cool King. to see too? Yeah, that's good. Well, she's also. Did you ever see Harley Davidson in the Marlboro Man? I don't think so. No. No. Oh, okay. You gotta see that. You got Harley you, Davidson. What? You gotta send over your list, man. Harley IMDb.com's got all my stuff. Okay. So I got over four hundred hours of television and over hundred motion pictures. So no, but, your your list of movies we need to watch. That's like, oh, 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 sorry, sorry. <laughs> well, you're gonna Harley love Davidson. Harley Davidson and the Marlboro Man. Okay, let me see if I can get it. Don Johnson and uh, Mickey Rourke. You're gonna love it. Rick, Mickey Rourke. <laughs> Mickey Rourke. Okay. So just go ahead and check that out. I think you're gonna you're gonna love it. And um, for all, I've got a couple other little kid movies out there. Lena and Snowball. Hey, what about your video game? Your voice <sighs> acting, dude. <laughs> Don't worry, Gibraltar's got your back. There you go. <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, Apex Legends, Gibraltar. Everybody play that. I, am I plugging all my stuff? Is that do what it, I'm doing? Do it. That's good, man. Okay. I, that's Apex impressive. Legends. Be on Apex okay. Legends, man. Uh, I play Gibraltar. Please, you. It, it, it's fun. I'm really bad at it, by the way. I'm not very good at. It. I well, just voicing or video. No, game. no, no. Playing the game. <laughs> oh, it's like Damn. it must be the arthritis in my hand there. <laughs> um, and uh, so if everyone can hey I want to plug something if everybody who watched Finding Ohana can go to RottenTomatoes.com and vote for our film oh. we might get a sequel we're, oh, we're wow. close I'm learning about algorithms I oh, don't yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> so Netflix goes, okay, the algorithm, blah, 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 and it's like, do do we have the sequel yet or what? You know. <laughs> so uh, if everybody said, would go to uh, yeah, RottenTomatoes.com. RottenTomatoes.com, okay. RottenTomatoes.com rotten and vote for us. Um, that'll be, that'll, thank you. So I, I thank you personally. Thank you for, very much for that. Yeah. It reminded me of like an indigenous Goonies. That's what, when I first watched it, I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> like, let's go. <laughs> well, that guy who played uh -huh. my friend. Oh, yeah. He was in Goonies. Yeah. You know which one I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. About? I even want the okay. glasses. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't He's think of that there. till now. Yeah, he, he hadn't done an acting job in 20 years, and Finding oh. Ohana was his welcome back. Wow. He did pretty good. He did Temple of Doom, and he did... That's pretty uh, cool, though, when you think about yeah, it. Yeah, isn't that great? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah, she said our daughter's going to be like the, the girl in the movie. All tomboy type and all. <laughs> Don't sneak up on me like that. You never sneak up on a New Yorker. That was yeah. a funny line. I'm going to punch you out. <laughs> that was funny. Oh, man. Yeah. Ask him how he's been able to, like. You can ask him to hear you. Can you hear me? I can. Okay. How have you been able to um, incorporate your culture? And while filming or, you know, just incorporating it on a daily life or touching up on it when you can with your busy schedule. I think on my daily life, I think it's inbred inside of me. And I have a feeling of uh, gratefulness because of uh, the leadership of my my mother and father you know even though they were divorced at a young age you know any differences you have as a young couple you just say ah forget about all that as you become an older person right mm -hmm. forgiveness is a very interesting word mm -hmm. to so many people holding on to what ails you because of what happened in your past yeah gives them strength when you let go of it, there's two ways you can lead. You could either lead as, man, I'm a wimp, I let go of it. Or you can say, wow, I've got bigger and better things to do now than to hold on to that negative stuff. Yeah, yeah that's a good point. So I think that's the kind of way I go at it. And, hey, I'm not, I'm way far from perfect because I love mm -hmm. to, you know, that man thing. You know, I, I'm talking to the, female on the other side of this camera here. That man thing <laughs> sits right here. Right? It's right shoulder. there. And it's going, oh man, you go in there and you kick uh, the, or whatever it is, right? But it, it fires you up. It fuels you on. And it makes you, you know, that testosterone thing and that whole thing about being uh, in charge, that power thing just makes you, you know, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden on this shoulder, right there, you got that other thing going, maybe you ought to think about that for a second. <laughs> you know, maybe you'll get more with sugar than you will with vinegar. And uh, I think as a man, you fight that every day, yeah. right? Because 
all the other guys, all the other men out there that you are running in the lanes with, or you're trying to get deals done, or you're trying to progress, they're not always thinking like you. If you got this guy talking to you and this year, and you got that guy saying, hey, what about this one? And then all of a sudden you meet a bulldog, and you don't want to get eaten by that guy. You see mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's a give and take. But, you know, it's when it's when there's business, right? It's mm -hmm. just business out there. <clears throat> and then there's reality of life and what you pass pass on, mm -hmm. you know. You know, uh, 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 it, it's uh, it, it's very interesting. I've uh, I, I built a mauna on my property. A what? A mauna. So what a is mauna that? is this is the first time I'm talking about it. So forgive me. Is a a marker, uh, a spot that when I go, my ashes are going there. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. I, I, I built that. And my wife goes, now let's talk about this. What are you doing? <laughs> I said, you know what? I got a calling inside of me to build my mountain right out, right, right out there. Mm. It's going to be cool. It's going to be cool. And it's not about death. Mm -hmm. It's about, um, what is it about? Appreciation. It is about uh, preserving something. I don't know if I got a legacy, but I'm going to preserve the question. When my my ancestors, my kids, my grandkids, my cousins, whoever, they're just going to reflect on that by seeing it. Yeah, man, Branson's ashes is poured in a cup of water right on top of that pile of rocks. It's about six feet tall. And he made it cool, and he's got coral in there, and he's got rocks in there. <laughs> Yeah, He's got some plants in there, in there right? Got treasure in there. <laughs> yeah. He buried some cash in there. <laughs> and, and so I think everyone looks at their end, end title destiny. I don't know why I built it, but I did because I ain't going anywhere. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I got no plans to go anywhere. So I'm going to be around here for a while, but I think everyone, as they start to grow, and you as parents now, you know. You know, it's like, oh, man. So these guys are going to want to go to school. They're going to want to get a car. They're going to get a girlfriend. They're going to get a prom. They're going to get married. They're going to get life insurance. They're going to get dental insurance. You know, it just goes on and on. And yeah. On. Mm -hmm. So, and you go, okay, I got five jobs now. I need five more. <laughs> you know what I mean? So uh, I don't know what the question, oh, how, how do I live with that whole thing all the time? You know, I think there's always something ticking you to say, hey, man, uh, do the right thing. And plus, right you're, you're in Hawaii, too, compared to L.A. Like, you could actually, you know, hear the water, hear the stuff, not hearing the choppers or the cars or yelling, too, where you have more of a connection there. I'm at 3,000 feet up the side of the volcano. Oh, damn. So people go, hey, man, it's freezing up here. Well, freezing is 55. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah right freezing, yeah. freezing for us is what 80 degrees over here in california yeah you know that <laughs> yeah but at night you see that owl flying around and you hear you 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 hear the there's cows down farther and they're going and it's just it's, it's beautiful and the stars are out and you're close mm -hmm. you're close to god and nature and all that all the good things 
what what other animals do you hear at night over there in Hawaii? Uh, well, my goat. <laughs> you got ranch dogs? I, 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 and my dog. <laughs> I got a dog and a goat, and they both think they're brother and sister. Aww. And I hear cows, and I, 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 I'll hear, I'll hear the, the <laughs> ooing of that owl. Okay. You know? Yeah. Um, but we have mongoose. I don't know if you know about a mongoose. You know what a mongoose is? No. They're varmints. They're little, cute little Disney-looking characters that <laughs> run one inch off the ground. You know, Spot on, dude. <laughs> and they they killed baby chickens, and they oh, man. if they ever get in your house, forget about it. And uh, oh, okay, a mongoose, yeah, like a like a Disney character. It's like I said, you're spot on. <laughs> yeah, and then what else? Oh, centipedes. Oh wow! Oh man, that? a centipede. <laughs> a centipede will. After it bites you, it leaves its tattoo on you. It's like, dang. Yeah. And they're scary looking. And when they have their babies, they'll have like, uh, you know, 50, 60 babies under its belly all curled up like that. And it's glowing gold bright. What? And you're going, oh, man. Okay. It's a lot of venom right there. Oh, yeah? You know? Yeah, the centipede. And, In the babies? Uh, huh? In the babies? The babies are venomous? So the ba the, the babies, it, she curls up like in a circle, and it's underneath the belly. The babies are born, oh. little baby centipedes, but they're holding on to mama. And there's like 50 of them on that, you know? Oh, okay. Yeah. He, he pulled up some pictures of it. Gotcha, Ugh. gotcha. Uh, we got no snakes. We got oh. a lot of lizards. Oh, okay. Someone said geckos. Geckos, yeah, you know, geckos. geckos at night will go around your light and the barking, see through those, it. Those barking deer, <laughs> you can you can see through the gecko. Uh -huh. And if you oh. look real, if they don't run away, you can see their heart going. And it's one of the weirdest things, man. You go, man, that heart, that gecko's because they're kind of translucent, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. And then we have wild deer. Oh, okay. And I think uh, we got 60,000 head and the farmers are, have had it because when they come, when they come through your farm, it's, they eat everything. Are they considered, I mean, I yes, know they're, they're, wild, not, they're, they're not, they're not indigenous species to oh, here. No, no, right. But I'm thinking like, okay, because on his res, the bunnies, or rabbits are considered like pests, yeah. like right. pests, right? So they'll just like kill and, them off or get rid and, of them. And horses too, right now, because we have so many horse populations. Wow! So is, is that how you're seeing the deers? Because you're seeing people get mad when they come around. So I'll trade you some horses them? for some deers, man. <laughs> okay. Deer, deer, okay. deer meat. Deer meat sounds good right now. <laughs> okay. So the deer <laughs> was a gift. Many, 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 many years ago to the king and queen of Hawaii. Oh, wow, and it just took off like that? Dang. It did. It wow. did. You know, it's, it, it, we, I think it came from the, the king and queen of Japan. And they, had, they got deer on their own property. I might be wrong. Forgive me if anybody's listening, but I, this is what I think it is.
And when they gave them a pair, they brought it to Maui and, and let it go. Well, 60,000 head later, Damn. And, and it's constantly being thinned out, right? Damn. So it's not 60,000 head. No one's been thinning them out. It's been thinned out for years. Man, and it's still 60,000. Now, here's, here's, <laughs> here's the interesting problem. I'm daydreaming over here, man. <laughs> you, you've got five-star resorts at the bottom uh, mm -hmm. near the ocean. Mm -hmm. And they survive on tourism. Well, their properties are beautiful. Mm -hmm. And the deer are going in there and everything's bald. <laughs> right? <laughs> and, they, and they only come at night. Oh. Perfect. Yeah. So, Perfect. so here I got bananas, papayas, and mangoes, and, mm. and, and, and uh, uh, passion fruit, and, you know, grow it down there. And grew a couple coconut trees and no coconuts yet, but... Um, when it was dry, oh man, the deer were just killing my. They ate <laughs> six mango trees. When you said dry, I'm like jerky. <laughs> I'm always thinking about food. Right. So anyway, make a long make a long story short. Oh man, I, there was a, an order. I'm hungry now. That they're asking the federal government to come help Cindy because the herds are in the mountains. You can't even get to them, and then at night they come out. <laughs> and they eat everything and then they go back oh. but right now everything's green and there's food everywhere so they're mm -hmm. fine it's when it gets dry oh okay. yeah so so they're fine i haven't you hear them at night you know the males do a bark they do they, yeah they go whoop whoop oh. and that's the male telling the females i'm over here <laughs> don't go over there <laughs> Because, you know, Papa Richmond's over there with his BB gun. I got a BB uh, gun. I I just scare him away. Man, you know, man. Yeah. What are you doing? I don't know. Let's I need your help. Let's rack it up, man. Let's go, Let's man. Go and have a yeah. contest. I do up. all my hunting at Costco. <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to take some Navajos down there or Danae's down there with me. There you go. <laughs> some cousins with go. Let's go. Well, it, it's been a pleasure to visit with you. And yeah. what I'd like to know is, if I may, I, I'd like to have uh, Boise and Lauren and some of the cast members give you guys a call, if that's okay. Yeah, and be of course. Your show. Give them my number, and we'll, we'll go over it real quick. Okay. Yeah. They would we love appreciate you. and love I us. appreciate you guys. You're a very lovely couple. And uh, have many babies. No. And, and, uh, oh, okay. <laughs> That's, We're done. that's enough per cat baby okay. right now. You just all said right. we have to worry about medical bills, boyfriends and girlfriends and all that stuff. I ain't gonna uh, have more of that in me. On me, no. In me. In and me. and, and uh, you got some double extra large t-shirts in your... Oh, uh, we go up to 5X. Indian okay. size, you know that. 5X. I'm going double. 6X, actually. And you know what? I love your, your masks. Woo! Thank you. They look good. Mm -hmm. Oh, good job. <laughs> Much love. Thank you. And uh, I hope to uh, be friends and see you again. Yes. Yep. Whenever we plan on going to Hawaii, I'm going to hit you Come up. Come on. Whenever you, whenever you see that deer, you say, this one's for Johnny. I'm just taking Come it Come on, Johnny. Get him over here, man. <laughs> not, you know what? I'm going to tell you. I'll tell you one quick story. One night I pull in and I see 
50 eyeballs. So that's got to be 25 oh deer down there, right? Yeah. And I drive down in my truck at the bottom of the property because I can see them. They all scatter except for one. Tough and it's guy, a female, huh? and she's oh. eating my tree. She's eating away. Looks at me. Just kept on eating. Didn't move. Dang. I said, dang. Yeah. You, you like it here. You've been here before. And I'm thinking, <laughs> she's probably been here since she's been a kid, right? Yeah. Because this is a pretty good-sized deer. And we have access deer. We don't have mule deer. They're, they're different. They're, they're not as big as a mule deer. They're kind of smaller. And they got the white spots on their butt and stuff like that. And, uh, but she didn't move. So I guess I'm a, a deer feeder or something like that. Uh, deer gatherer. I'm a deer gatherer. <laughs> Many blessings to you. Thank you so much for having me on. And uh, yep. it's been a pleasure. Thank you, too. Thank you for We'll, being we'll get in contact with, with you, too, with the headbands and face mask after. Yeah. We'll get you done. Right on. <laughs> All right. Thank you again. We saw. Bye. See you later. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. Now I got to find that button. Where's that button? <laughs> I'll got, I got you. You got it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, guys, for joining us. Hope you liked it. Close it out. Thank you, guys, again, for tuning in on The Talking Stick. Today was episode nine. And that's it. Yeah, this one was fun. <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> All right, have a good day. Bye. Y'all.